Hi everyone, welcome to Bad Examples. Woo! I'm Tracy. And I'm Jessica. And we were on Style Network's reality shows Jerseylicious and Glam Fairy, which followed Jessica as a makeup artist and me as a hairstylist. So obviously you may think that this whole podcast is going to be about beauty, but you would be wrong. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about everything from love to relationships to sex to just being a hoe. (laughs) We are your new go-to girls for everything bad. I'm rationing currently rationing wine you are allowed one sippy all right you finish your little sippy there there we oh <laughs> no you had a sippy we're not getting you another sippy yet oh okay yep there we go it's coming it's coming oh got it oh yep she just used her tongue to deep throat a morsel of wine listen no wine goes unused <laughs> You know, she already had a glass. Look at Jessica's glass and look at my glass. Can you please? Can you please? But I know from the past recording with Trey that I need to monitor her drinking. Show them your lack of. I'm not going to make the same mistakes I've made in the past. By giving me alcohol and recording. Oh, my God. And there's times, too, where like. Best episode you'll get. You've had like 50 White Claws and you're like, White Claws don't even affect me. I had two and I wasn't saying I drove and Jessica was like, how are you driving? I'm on the kitchen floor. And I'm like, what? Uh, Oh, yeah. I was eating pizza. That was a good time. But I've literally seen you be like, I'm not drunk. And then you listen back to the episode and I'm like, oh, she's drunk. She just told 10 different stories in five minutes. If you guys listen to the episodes, you know when I'm drunk and when I'm not drunk. You can you're, tell in two seconds. You're border now, so that's why I will continue to allow you to drink. I'm not drunk. I'm a mom. I drink wine to survive. We need a like. Do we have like we can get like a tester? Like when you drink and drive, what are they called? A breathalyzer. Breathalyzer. Yes. Oh my god. Are we getting a breathalyzer on the show? Fucking, I'm a genius. We're getting a breathalyzer. Right. We're gonna drink Listen. and let's see how many white claws don't okay. get you drunk. Guys, look at how curly my hair is. I tried to straighten it. <laughs> Okay. See, okay. She's drunk. She's drunk. I'm not. <laughs> you, you fucking like prepping for Thanksgiving. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Yeah. So unpopular opinion. We're not having turkey. Whoa. Yeah, bro. Because Explain. Is this your so, first year with no turkey? Yeah, but we don't really eat the turkey anyway. We always like fucking stress ourselves out to make this turkey. Last year we tried to deep fry it. Huge fail. Oh my God. And then uh, so we were like, all right, but we always make corned beef. And, like, corned beef is not like uh, normal people make it. We put uh, chives in. No. We put, I don't know what the word is. They're, like, sweet. And you push them in. What are they called? Push them in they're to like, what? S- they're, like, and um, turkey's butthole? sweet. No, I'm not turkey corned beef. Like, a thing oh. of corned beef. All of us want it because the, my sister-in-law makes it with cloves and uh, cinnamon sugar. Like, sweet. Mm. But it's delicious. And it's always very, very crispy. And so we all fight over the leftovers. So I'm like, why the fuck are we making turkey <laughs> yeah. when nobody wants it uh, to fight over the corned beef when we dish out like leftovers and stuff? Who, so did you have like, who do you have this conversation with? Like, me, who had to give me, it to you? Raven okay. and Tara are the women of the family. So we decided what goes down in the menu. And you all agreed. And we said, let's get three corned beefs this year. No turkey. 
And then we'll probably eat two of them at dinner and then we'll divide one fully. So everyone gets like a week's worth of corned beef. (laughs) And they were like, brilliant. But corned beef's like $25 each. So we're like, all right, $75 later, we're eating corned beef. How much is a turkey? Uh, Like $30. But turkeys are huge. Corned beef's not as big. Mm. So I, for the record, fully support the slot not slaughtering a turkey just for you know there's so many turkeys you could go to the fucking park and slaughter a turkey there's so funny fucking turkeys everywhere <laughs> it's crazy i'm very i very think the tradition is fucking dumb um, i just don't know why turkey became like the meal like poor turkeys they're like fuck it's uh halloween oh. it's almost our time we have like a month of living <laughs> and they're like live your best life before like our cousin Yo, gets you think act. the turkeys see people in costumes and they're, they're like, like oh, it's coming fuck, up it's, it's, we got come, it's approaching <laughs> they're like we have to head north yeah no they're like where do they not eat turkey and they go there yeah no, but I'm like, well, I don't want to. I don't really want the turkey. I don't really want it. So we're gonna do corned beef. I find that you're not alone. That a lot of people do it for First of all, tradition, I'm and no one really eats right. it. Right? It's dry. <laughs> it's exhausting. It just fucking, it's so gross. I'm sorry. I really. I'm it's not so good. But like, it's no, it's not. I don't it's fucking boring. I don't like to push my vegetarian views. And listen, back Here in the go. day, when you fed me a turkey and it was on my plate, it looked fucking great. But now that you're an adult and you have to stick your hand up a turkey's butt, I never made the turkey, which is why. Right, that's why I've never physically it's made a turkey. Fucking disgusting. Have you ever watched? Just like no, watch I don't. That's do why it. my like, sister-in-law is in charge of the turkey. Fucking, I can't. They got gloves on. They're sticking their fucking paws. They're mittens so deep into their fucking butt, and they're raking out fucking tons of shit. It's just fucking gross and all you see is this deliciousness on your plate but in the background somebody's been fisting that damn turkey and clearing out whatever the hell's inside of it and it's disgusting Mm. it's disgusting Mm -hmm. it's disgusting no i just (laughs) i just watched you make hand movements that no one should see (laughs) (laughs) i just i've seen it and i i think i i knew during childhood there was something wrong with what i was watching I knew anal fisting back then was not for me. Anal fisting. (laughs) Hi, it's Trey and Jay, your daughter. Hi, Trey and Jay. (laughs) Uh, How come? Have I ever eaten? What's it called? Corn beef. Corn beef. Did we ever make that for Thanksgiving? For Thanksgiving? No. Why? Because you make that on St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Oh no, we don't do corned beef and cabbage. We do it differently. We put (laughs) cloves in it and cinnamon sugar. (laughs) Mom, have you ever fisted a turkey? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I think all preparation. I moms think everybody have. has. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> uh, what what is what comes out of it? Yeah, we don't know because I've never done it. A turkey? Yeah, like the giblets. Well, you have to. You know, when you buy a turkey, the the giblets and stuff are inside of I it. What's you. a gib- They try to make it cute, calling it a giblet. It, what is a giblet? Yes, it's, it's like it's guts. It's there, no, it's like um uh. It's like the liver. Oh, it's giblet. It's inside. But it's all, you know, when you buy a turkey now, it's all packaged in there. So all you got to do is take it out. What do you mean it's packaged? Because some people it's, eat it's, liver. Some people yeah, eat yeah, like those it's things. It's separated. It's like you don't have to pull anything apart. It's in a little, like, paper package. You pull it out, and you you have the, the giblets and the neck. And, yeah, people uh, eat the neck. People some eat of the bones. The you know, some, the neck so is weird. All, some people stomach? use that like what? to make a stock. Yeah. What, Jess? The neck is in its stomach. Well, it's not attached, Jesse. It's just that they use it to make stock, to make chicken turkey stock. Yeah. So you don't have to do anything. But isn't, but, it, isn't you know, it true that some people 
uh, take the bone marrow from the neck and eat it? Um, eat it. I yeah. don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It's gross. My mother used to use that to make the gravy. Yeah. Oh, what? Like you make it. Gravy. You, just make, she... you just make a stock with the with the neck. Oh, Jesse. Jesse thought that gravy was vegetarian. It was just like a dip. And then she realized it was like crushed up oh. meat. <laughs> Well, it's not really, Jesse. the gravy is like you use whatever drippings. Like, you know how when you cook meat, there's like oil and drippings at the bottom of the pan? That's what gravy is. That's what you use to make the gravy. So wait, just just explain things. You're telling me grandma snapped a turkey's neck and then put that shit in a pot and let it boil. No, she didn't snap anybody's neck. It's not snapping any neck. Someone snapped her neck. Yeah, somebody. But, you know, not grandma. The neck is just... Not innocent grandma. (laughs) Grandma didn't get a turkey and chase it down the backyard and snap its neck. I'm picturing Grandma Rose chasing a turkey in the backyard. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, it's it comes when you buy the turkey. And then when you cook the turkey, whatever drippings that are made that are um, in the pan as you cook the turkey, you use that drippings with some some it's stock very, and you make gravy. It's very Hannibal Lecter-ish yeah. of us, of our uh-huh. society, yeah. I'm just saying. I know it's just something we're all used to. No one thinks twice about it, but it's fucking crazy. I'm not sorry, though. If I were to give up meat and be a vegetarian, I would still eat corned beef. You know, Jesse, look at the whole, you know, animal kingdom is is, is like that. You know, you watch these documentaries the with same. animals in the wild and they, they eat each other, uh, right? The bigger animals eat, eat the smaller you. animals. Yeah, that's right. Food chain, we're at the top. I want to hear more about the corned beef. I've never oh heard of okay, corned so beef I'm, as a Christmas. I'm gonna give... Do you celebrate, Trey, do you celebrate um, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, or we both? Do, well, we do Christmas Eve because that's the tradition that I grew up with. Christmas Day is like yeah. jammies and snacks and leftovers and movies. Right. Yeah, we don't we don't get dressed up. We come in jammies and whatever. Uh, open like right. family gifts, but the night before is like party. We get drunk. It's we get dressed night. up. Yeah, it's important. And you know, we get you dressed up do... to sit in the living room. Is that an Italian? And you don't do. And you don't do seafood Christmas Eve, right? I grew up with seafood, but I married Jewish. So my family growing up, we always had seafood. My mom would, um, we'd do shrimp and we'd do, um, we'd have branzino. We'd do, um, I mean, all of it. We'd do uh, crabs and this, whatever, whatever she made that we had. It was always fish. But I married Jewish, so they bring their like um, like uh, traditions, like Kashavanica, whatever, in, and they do right. that. But I don't need any of that because I'm just not a fan. But uh, that they bring all of that in, and then uh, I still I'm always I'm the Italian in the family, so I'm always the one bringing the pasta, the stuffed shells. That's what mm. I bring as my contribution. But like this year, we were like, nobody loves the turkey. It's boring. It's dry, and it makes you tired. So, so let's, let's just do, do corn beef. Three it's a different corn beef. I'm gonna give you guys the recipe, and you are going to. Love it, mom. Yeah, and I, lo- I it like corned beef to begin with. It's I, unreal. I, I, really, I like corned beef. We burn it so that it's like crispy and crunchy. It's delicious, and then um, um, it's glazed with like sugar. It's unbelievable, and like we literally all fight over the pieces. Mm. But I'm gonna have my sister in law give me the recipe. I'll give it to Jess. So you, yeah, it, it doesn't love take a lot. And just like to add it to the menu is very quick. Even for Christmas, you'd love Jess, it. Jess, maybe you'll eat that because there's no animal called a corned beef. Oh, look at the way around the system. Do we, what is, she just asked me, what is corned beef? And I shrugged my shoulder. I have no idea. Is it, is it ham or is it beef? Like, I don't I even know what it is. Corned beef. I no, think so we're it all is eating it, beef. but nobody knows what it is. 
Is it a cow? Oh. It's got to be like the shoulder or something that's oh. like a sweet part. It's a uh, corned beef. Okay. Let's see. No, it is beef. It is it's salted cured beef product. It's unreal. I don't know what it is, but I would never It's a relatively it. inexpensive cut of beef. It is, and it's great. The meat goes through a long process of uh, rock salt and brines, and so they turn it into corned beef. I used to like it's corned beef and bacon. Well, it's like virtually the same thing after it's burnt and cooked so and sugar. Corned beef, is real, corned beef is really good. Yeah. Mom, so, what do we normally eat for Thanksgiving? Like, what's on our menu? Because I never eat it, so I never know. I know I eat my sweet potatoes. What else? Like when we go to Ancani's. Okay, then that's how I grew up. Uh, of course, turkey. My Tracy, my mother made an incredible stuffing, but her stuffing was rice based. Oh, I would like that better than the not bread based. Yeah, you know, it was um, it was rice with celery and sausage and beef and cheese and even like little bits of salami. Oh, yeah. Her stuffing was outrageous. And then what she would do is she would make a lot. Well, back then you used to stuff the, tur- the turkey as With well. With the stuffing. As making, That's why it's called that. Yeah. And then my mother, um, the day after Thanksgiving, she would make turkey soup. Hmm. With the leftover turkey, and then all that rice stuffing would go into the soup. Oh, okay. Hmm. Repurposing. So it was it was delicious. Her stuffing was delicious. Yeah, like, like this is my I... concern. Like I, my sister in law is like the go to for Thanksgiving. She really does rave, and she does most of the cooking. And me and Tara show up with like the what desserts and like the mashed potatoes, and we're like, oh, here we helped. But like she's the one who does this. I feel like if I had to make this meal, I would die. Yeah, from scratch. Like, it's yeah. one of the. You know what, Trace? Though honestly, Thanksgiving to me is one of the easiest holidays to cook for because you make stuffing. You make um, the turkey, and then we do we do mashed potatoes. But I have an incredible recipe that's make the day before mashed potatoes. Okay, because mashed potatoes are a pain in the ass when you have company because you you know you're boiling the potatoes. Yeah, mashing them, you're making a mess in your kitchen. So I make them. Yeah, quiet you. I make (laughs) them the day before. I make them the day before. Yeah, and Jeff, you like those. He makes them really yeah. good. He does three cheese mashed potatoes, and he leaves the skin on the red potatoes. Yeah, and then I make a corn casserole. Jeff, okay. you like that? I like that. Yeah, that's, that's what we we do broccoli cheese casserole. What do you make? We make broccoli cheese casserole. Tell Dad to turn the TV off. Yeah, turn the TV. Nikki, Nick, you just blasted it. Uh, we used to make <laughs> the Romano house broccoli casserole, but then we make this corn thing that's like uh, it's corn and it's jiffy you know the jiffy corn um mix Mm-mm. when you make uh um oh i've seen those boxes what do you call it when you make corn what do you call them like corn, muffins. corn oh like okay corn. got it so what you do is it's amazing recipe what you do is you mix corn kernels creams corn butter sour cream and the jiffy mix yum and you put it in the oven I'm and if you that. cook it long if you cook it a longer time you will have like a cornbread with corn in it, but we don't cook it till it gets that hard. So we scoop ours out like a side dish. Oh, yum! Like cream corn, but like gangsta cream corn. Wow, that's what we should call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, gangsta cream corn. Yeah, it, it, it's really good. That's wow, so, that sounds uh, we so make good. That, we make the broccoli casserole. Um, what else? Cranberry sauce. But you know what? 
No one in my family likes anything but uh, canned cranberry sauce. I've made it from you know scratch, and it and sits there. So. I feel like people love the like ridges in the cranberry sauce. You pull it out of the can, yes. and they like love the ridges on it. It's weird. Yeah, I don't personally you know, I've made a fresh one, and nobody eats it. Yeah, I don't like it, but like I I understand why there's like you know people love it. Yeah, I don't eat it either. To be honest with you. Uh, is Aunt Connie, Aunt Conchetta? Yes. Yeah, I think all of us have a Conchetta in yeah. our families. My grandmother's middle name is Conchetta. Yeah, yeah, and they're, she's real Italian. Yeah, so. Caterina and, Conchetta Cecilia Calasimo. Her, her oh, wow. parents are like literally they're you can't understand them when they speak because they don't their English is not yeah, even. I know. Yeah, her family's like Italian, Italian, yeah, like yeah. super Italian. My brother wears a hat. And, Grandpa Neil's like, hey, Nick, I like you a better without the hat. <laughs> I like you with the hat, but I like you better without the hat. <laughs> and I'm like, Tracy, you your say? children are so adorable. Thank you. We just have I our Christmas card at, shoot. I love looking at their pictures. I'm, I I really do. Thank you. You're so darn cute. My sister-in-law is doing me a solid and putting them, you know, bath and bed right now while we record. Oh, how nice. Yeah, she's upstairs. I heard her fighting, and I'm like, are you okay? Are they killing you? She's like, we're all right. It had to get scary, but we're all right. <laughs> I'm sure she can handle them. They're too cute no, yeah. for words. She's the best. I'd love to sing Jaden on my mom for like an hour. Oh yeah, area. no, I really do. I really want to send Jaden to okay, you because girl. I know you like you you do this. Like you work with kids, and I'm like, really, can she help my daughter because she's fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> the little one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I could see it in her eyes. <laughs> yeah, we call her Jadasaurus Rex. Got that little, she's got that mischievous twinkle, twinkle in her uh-huh. eye. <laughs> it's called middle child syndrome. <laughs> So They're adorable. Thank you. They're all right, so Mama. cute. Thanks for telling right, me about. Recipes. Happy Thanksgiving, Mama Jo. Happy oh, Thanksgiving. You too. You too. You too. I'm giving and, you that um, recipe. You're going to love yes, it. Yes, I would love to. would love to see that recipe. All right. Thank you. Okay. Amen. All right. Bye, sweetie pie. Bye. Love you. Love you both. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Mama Betty. <laughs> She's so... My favorite part of that conversation was your dad blasting the TV, and he's like, what the fuck is going on? And he just I'm, ignores it. He does not care. Not a single fuck has been given. This is the conversation. They've become like um, a sitcom, like yeah. when I call. Yeah. And I'm trying to talk to my mom, and I just hear, Nikki, turn <laughs> the TV off, Nikki, I can't hear. And he never lowers it. I love her dad. Continue He's so funny. Because he can't hear. He's he dead. just doesn't fucking care. It's amazing. <laughs> and the mate, like, have you ever watched TV with someone sitting next to you on the phone? Like, it's not doable. It's, it's when you're watching TV and someone's watching, like, a video on their phone and they don't hear how loud it is. Yeah. And you're like, can you fucking turn that down? And they're like, oh, why is it loud? Like, it's actually <laughs> drowning out Everything. the voices in my head. It's yeah. so loud. Yeah, that's my dad. Volume on, it's the Romano curse. None of us can hear, but we all have these big ears. It's amazing. You have big ears? Yeah. Do you really? Let me see these monsters. Look at these things. I mean, they're all, they're pretty normal Come size, on, Jess. Dude. They're okay. Look at these things. I mean, if you push them forward like that, then yeah. Hear. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is the point? What's the point? I can't. It's like evolution has, you know, uh, Every you know, every generation of Romanos are like evolution's like fuck. These people can't hear. We got to give them bigger, bigger, and bigger, bigger ears. ears. <laughs> <laughs> I say this to my kids all the time. Whenever Skylar and Jaden don't listen, I'm like, I don't know why God bothered giving you ears and not Julian. You don't fucking listen. Oh, I always Julian. say that. I'm like, oh, 
It was like the wrong kid got ears. He'd listen if he could, but let me tell you, they don't fucking listen. Well, any update with Julian's hearing? Um, I mean, while we're talking about things we're thankful for, I mean, fucking modern science. I mean, yeah, let's clap it up for modern science. Also, some people keep taking me in this this guy from Australia like he cured deafness the first surgery ever that he went in and like I don't know what he did. I mean, I'm not smart enough to fucking work a microwave, but this guy's <laughs> fucking curing deafness. So, and uh, everyone's keeps sending it to me and I'm like, I'm just thankful that like my son has the option, option. Yes. to like hear or not hear. Like yes. a lot of the day he doesn't want it mm-hmm. and he takes them off and I get it because like honestly, if I could take my ears off with these fucking kids, I would do it because they're very obnoxious and he's like over it sometimes but then like the other times where he puts them on he like he hands them to me if they fall off he put he asks to put them back Aww. on like he's so cute and he like loves that he can hear it's just it's it's like I love I, that you sometimes it's too much like a lot of people at a young age because he gets it i really truly yeah and like that. a lot of people are like why aren't he wearing his ears and i'm like first of all you try to be deaf and then someone shoved this loud microphone on your ear you're not gonna want it on all the time like let like respect his like choice to not want like want the peace and quiet sometimes like absolutely and like I try to get them on as much as I can. They're a lot of work. They're like having a fourth child because if you lose one, you have to find it. And they fall off his head in seconds. And like, it's very annoying. And for such an invasive surgery, you would think there was a better way to mm-hmm. keep them on, mm-hmm. like snap on, not to fall off. But these just like magnetize. And it's like they, they get knocked off if he sits on the couch. Like, and then they're in the couch. And I'm like, and where's his so ears? And I can't little. find he them. He has no control Right. That yet. And so people are like, why don't I see his ears? Annoying. And I'm like, they, he has them on all the time. Yeah. But like, I can't force him to do something he's not comfortable with as a little boy he's very smart but i also i agree like he was born deaf like that's so like his, i'm not trying to disrespect you know his I mean? natural way of life Agreed. like yes i want him to learn and hear me so he can learn how to talk but like at the same time like i'm not trying to be like you have to wear these and fighting with him so he's crying but i also think this is going to carry with him into adulthood where he feels comfortable that's why i'm learning to sign i'm off. not I'm not learning to sign so that I could just put fucking ears on him yeah. and we talk to him. I'm learning to sign so he could feel comfortable and be like, I can take my ears off and still be a part of this conversation mm-hmm. that my family's having. And we all talk to him and sign all the time because I'm working overtime. This sign language is a fucking fourth child on its own, let alone the hearing aids. I'm doing so much to learn. A la- Imagine trying to fucking, what is that no. What is that um, show that you could pop on and you learn Italian in like two days? What's that? Th- Rosetta Stone, but they don't have that for deaf people. I said so, HelloFresh. HelloFresh. Sure Can you fucking imagine? The fucking people are watching Rosetta Stone and learning a language at home. I'm doing that without a guide, learning yeah. it, googling things all day long, and I'm on my phone constantly trying to find and learn new words that I could teach them, and it's exhausting because I don't know the language. It'd be very easy if I could teach him if I already knew it, but I'm teaching but myself and three kids I kind and of a husband feel bad and grandparents for kids who. Um, get the surgery and then the parents think because this is what this is what you probably get on Instagram people who don't have kids in the situation and they just assume yeah, why that 24 hours a day his, his ears? I'm like, seven days a fucking week he'd be wearing them but like you as a parent understand that this is the way he was born this is what he's used to mm-hmm. and it's fucking scary it's I keep telling Dude, people I'm, I'm like, scared up there with the two you girls ever, screaming have you ever gotten to a car and somebody else was in your car before you and you get into the car and you turn it on and you turn on the radio and it's blasting uh-huh. and you instantly turn it off 
because you're like, oh my God, it was so loud. It scared me. When you put hearing aids on a child who cannot hear, it's massive volume all at once. And sometimes he's like, fuck that. I don't want it right now. And I'm not the person to be like, nope, we have to put on his ears. No, give him his space. Like he needs a few minutes to be like, okay, I'm I'm ready now. I can put him on. And like, I'm not forcing him because I'm not trying to show him like his born way of life is wrong Mm -hmm. and that he needs to be able to hear. I'm showing him like, here's your option. You want to listen to trolls with the music or you just want to watch it by itself? Like, and by I feel like way, he's got he's this gift that he gets other senses. He's heightened like yes. crazy. His sense of connecting with your eyes is it's piercing. Yeah. His sense of touch, he's very soft and like loving for a man mm-hmm. to like touch your face and like him get cry, that like the boy. way he hugs Mio when she like lets him like cuddle with her it's very soft is because his sense of touch is so enriched with like his lack of hearing that yeah. like he won't lose those other senses so he's like a superhero because he's got you know sight t- taste touch uh hearing and and vision but like when his hearing is off his other ones are still very heightened so he's got like extra of all those other things and it's like I don't I love that kid. I try so hard to like get him. To, I want him to hear because he hasn't said mama and I want him to. He said it almost the other day. I was like, ma. And I was like, oh, did you fucking say mama? I got so nervous. I was like, oh, my God, I got in my phone so I can record it. Because like it was like such a moment because he's a year and a half. And my girl said it at six months. And I'm like dying for that moment. There's no time. There's no right or wrong. No, not at all. But like, I'm like, I can't wait for it. And I'm like anticipating it so much I that I was like, oh my God, did you say it? But people are like, oh, why doesn't he have it on? Do you want him to learn how to talk or not? I'm like, first of all, some kids don't walk until they're two. Some kids don't talk until they're three. It's literally at their own pace. And this kid has a learning disability on top of a handicap that I'm trying to respect. I had this revelation the other day. Somebody posted on Facebook a picture of their kid that's older now. Mm-hmm. You know, not like our age older, but, you know, like 10, 10 or something. Yeah. And was posted a picture of them walking for the first time. And it was like... Oh my God, at eight months, like my daughter was walking and I just, I'm like, that literally had no effect on the person that she no. became. Like, do you know when the fuck you stood up? Nobody, none of it matters. Those little no. milestones at the end of the day, they're they important don't to parents, but they don't matter to they're the kids. They're exciting to parents, but that's where it ends. Yeah. Like, the first time he speaks or stands or fucking does a jumping jack, it's just it's like, not oh my God, his we, it's happening for us. We witnessed it. That's all we care about. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, like, it's not going to affect them when they're 15. That's why the, the timing of it and like the braggart, like, uh, you know, at six months, my, my, my child did this at eight months. My child did this. I mean, at the end of the day, like, did fucking Bill Gates talk earlier than everyone else? Probably mm-hmm. not. Same time as everyone else. Probably maybe later. Like a little boy. <laughs> no, I'm just thankful that this year he's having fun with the girls and he's playing with his cousins and he has friends and he's experiencing things and he's not missing out on things that I thought he would be because I don't understand mm-hmm. his way of life and I'm trying so hard to like respect it and not disrespect the whole deaf community at the same time trying to let him appreciate the hearing community so there's got to be a happy medium somewhere and I'm very into sign language I I sign with him all day and I will be a huge advocate for it you and know I what think I'm that people for? That sign language is not as hard as, like, fucking French or some shit. That's, you know like, what, what I'm saying. It's like, you're learning a whole new language. Like, thank God I'm able to learn it at home because, like, <laughs> yeah. I would be dying. I think I could fucking speak French. 
Oh my god! Like languages are fucking hard. I mean, They're sign language so is not hard. easy by any means, but like it's definitely not like fucking. You're not trying to learn fucking German. German, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no joke. Yeah, and it's kind of fun for the kids to learn and get on board. You know what I mean? They're constantly asking me like, "How do you say this?" Or how, yeah. when we were with Santa the other day, he was signing with oh, him, and I said to um the Santa, I was like, "He he'll know Santa," and he signed Santa to him, and he got like all excited. Then he let him hug him and like um, hold him, and I was. Like you see, because he—that's his language. So I have to. Any of your kids ever cry for Santa? No. Like, Julian cried for like two seconds because I put him down, but I think it was more like he was very overwhelmed with the situation and didn't mm-hmm. know. But then as soon as I showed him that he was nice and I signed to him Santa Christmas, happy and whatever, he was like getting okay. And then he was like Santa was like walking around with him, and I was I like, oh okay. That none of your kids mm-hmm. like you have no iconic picture that a lot of moms have where no. like they're screaming no. on Santa's lap because I don't what do you do I don't I I tell them like I you know I tell people my kids here we that go we're going back to trailway parenting episode. yeah like I just tell them like that things are not scary like yeah. real life things that are scary I tell them and then stupid things that they think are scary or not mm. So, like, they wouldn't be scared of him. Like, they would – who's not scared of the Easter Bunny? That thing is so fucking scary. It's terrifying. But they're never scared. They His go run up to him and hug him. bunnies aren't supposed to be, like, six feet yeah, tall. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they fit in a cage in the corner. <laughs> and, like, this bunny is, like, walking around holding you. It's terrifying. And my kids love it. And I'm, like, it's because I've always told them, like, oh, my God, it's so exciting. And make it a happy thing. Let's talk about more things we're thankful for. But let's be thankful for our sponsors Take a quick commercial break mm-hmm. and come back. And um, I don't want to jump from like thankful for hearing aids to thankful for dick. But that's the direction I'm going yeah. in. We'll be right back. We are all thankful for dick. You know, the holidays can be stressful for some people. Mm. Um, I realized that in Club Batty when a lot of people were like, does anyone else get depressed this time of year? I didn't really think about it. No, people have a hard time with their families and drama mm-hmm. and fighting. And it's not always like the happiest thing. Yeah. So, you know, we love BetterHelp and BetterHelp is going to help you get through the holidays if they're not the easiest for you. If you need a therapist on call the night before Thanksgiving Eve, somebody help me prep for this day tomorrow. Lord, give me strength. You call this therapist and they can respond within 24 hours. They can help you with anything from depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, a.k.a. Thanksgiving, LGBT (laughs) matters, grief and self-esteem. Yeah, it's online counseling from the comfort of your own home. And you're going to get to talk to a professional counselor in a safe and private environment that's convenient for you. If you guys are cooking turkey and you realize that your stress is overwhelming and you need somebody to talk to to just get you through this day, they will sit and listen to you on FaceTime, on text, where however you need to talk to them to just get you through it and they'll be your support. And anything you share is confidential. There's four different ways to communicate. You guys can text, chat, phone, or video. You guys can communicate within 24 hours. You know, the best part of BetterHelp is that it's really an affordable option. Uh, and especially to our listeners, our listeners are going to get 10% off your first month with discount code BADEXAMPLES. And financial aid is available for people who qualify, for people who cannot afford it, even though it is affordable. A lot of the stuff that we do have personalized questionnaires to help guide you and BetterHelp has the same thing so you're going to go on their website betterhelp.com and you're going to fill out a questionnaire that's going to assess what you need and so they're going to match you with somebody that can actually help you and someone that you love and someone you look forward to talking to but if you are not happy with the counselor that they chose for you for any reason you guys can request a new one at any time with no additional charges it's a win 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 this holiday season and if you're too busy getting something for everyone else get yourself better help you 
guys, again, if you need a stocking stuffer, here it is. You guys are going to get better help for 10% off your first month with discount code BADEXAMPLES. So share the love with somebody. You guys could help somebody get through a really tough year and start a fresh new year. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You guys, in between cooking the turkey and watching football, how about a little family interaction, a little friendly competition? Best Fiends is going to be a really fun way to have a little game. And if you're like me on Thanksgiving, so bored because football's on, this is a great way to pass the time. Oh my God, the best way. And the fact that you can play with people is just better. Bring your cousins in, rope everyone that you know in, have a fun game. It's casual. Anybody can play. It's Made for adults, but you can spend as little or as much time as you like to play. So turkey's ready in 10 minutes or an hour and a half. You guys could play. You know what I love about Best Fiends is that beating the level, it's very rewarding. Every time you get to the next level. You feel like you've accomplished something. It's very crazy. Like most days, I don't accomplish anything, but I'm able to say, guess what I did today? Fucking Best Fiend it. Yep. What level are you on? How much do you play? Do you play with any friends? Like it's it's like a fun way to interact with your friends. It's, It's freaking awesome. And I just feel more accomplished at the end of the day. You know, the other day I did makeup on a Nobel Prize winner mm-hmm. and I was like, what have you accomplished today? Because I got to level 50 in Best And they fiends. were like, oh, I got a Nobel Prize. But <laughs> as long as you won in Best Fiends, it's okay. I was like, yo, 100-year-old Nobel Prize winner. You want to play yeah. me in Best Fiends? <laughs> probably kick my ass. You probably learn it in like five seconds. You guys, it does not require internet to play. So that's the best part. When everyone's on their phone at, at Thanksgiving and you have no internet, no your, data left. Your cheap-ass cousin won't share the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> and they won't link you up. Don't worry because it's free of internet and you guys can play anywhere. On the plane, on the subway, in the air, at Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> low-key. And you know what else Best Fiends does too? So you're going to collect these like little characters, right? And you're going to use them strategically to beat each level. So it's actually not just a totally mindless game like you kind of have to have strategy and know what you're doing it's going to engage your brain with fun puzzles collect tons of cute characters trust me with over 100 million downloads this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is the must play game of the year download best fiends free on the apple store or google play so that's free on the apple app store or google play it's f-i-e-n-d-s so no r friends without the it's r it's friends giving without the r it's oh, fiends giving <laughs> I know you guys have heard the story of someone choking on a turkey bone during Thanksgiving. Or your aunt killing you for accusing her of cheating on your husband when she asks for the fifth year in a row why you don't have a boyfriend. Oh my God. Welp, don't worry because Trust and Will is there for you. Thank God for Trust and Will during the holidays. The most possibly toxic time of year for us all. Trust and Will is estate planning simplified. Get peace of mind and protect your assets and family. It takes 10 minutes to finish right online. It's starting at $39. It offers guardianship, wills, trusts in all of the 50 states. And I have to tell you, this is so easy to do. It's so much easier than sitting down with a lawyer and like looking some cold fish in the eye and like, I mean, trust and will, it's made for you. It's made simple. It's made to be done quickly. And it was very easy for me to fill out. It's fucking kind of crazy. 
crazy. I never thought, you know, in my 30s I'd have a will, but why the fuck not? I have three kids. I literally have to have a living will. Yeah. So it made it very easy for me to um, set it it up. Mm -hmm. Did you put specific kids' names for things like what who to leave stuff to? Yeah, because like (laughs) I know some things that Skylar would appreciate more than Jaden would and there's stuff that Julian would like more than Skylar. Yeah, the whole thing. That's amazing. Um, but it's all custom trim to you. Um, you guys are going to be getting 10% off by going to trustandwill.com slash bad examples and entering code bad examples. Um, again, that's trustandwill.com. 10% off bad examples code. Do it for your family. Do it for your loved ones. Don't leave them, you know, after you choke on a turkey bone or yeah. the turkey fucking giblets. Or the turkey explodes in the oven because yeah. no one knows how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> so do this for your family so that they know what to do, who to give your shit to. And trustandwill.com. Take 10% off. Use promo code bad examples and protect yourself, protect your family, protect your giblets. You guys, we just talked about food for so long. We want you to enjoy Thanksgiving. We want you to enjoy Thanksgiving food. Yeah, but afterwards. But after it's over. We want you to tap. We want you to think thin. Yeah. We want you to tap away your craving. The thinking thin tapping system to kill food cravings and binge eating. That is my downfall, binge eating. Oh no, I just When I, I get started, straight up open a bag of potato chips, you'll never see it again. <laughs> never. Goodbye. The thinking thin tapping system teaches women how to stimulate or tap on a specific set of acupressure points on the body which eliminate food cravings and emotional overeating, which makes eating less and weight loss much easier. I think you guys need to watch a tapping experience to yes. understand how it works. So there's this 9 minute video it's a very short video but it's going to stop your halloween cravings change your state of mind guys think about it your brain is so powerful and that's what this pretty much is imagine if you were able to use a clinically proven technique that actually alters your brain chemistry so that your cravings for chocolate candy or anything else you feel addicted to disappear in seven minutes I've heard that when you have cravings they only last a certain amount of minutes and if you could get past <gasps> that amount of minutes Ooh. then you totally forget about your craving that's what the think and thin tapping system does. Harvard Medical School Director Rick Legowski calls this technique the most impressive intervention I've encountered in 25 years of fucking work. He didn't say the F word though. I am down for anything that's going to help me stop craving food. So you're going to go to curefoodcravings.com That's curefoodcravings.com to learn more and enter code bad examples to get the think and thin tapping system for a huge discount. You guys ready? 70% off. Holy shit. Tap away that keyboard. Get your shit. Just start tapping away. You are going to feel so much better after the holidays when you shove your face stuffed full of all this holiday food and then you want to get back and prep for summer skinny. You need to tap your way into summer. Wait, seriously, guys, whoever tries this program, can you hit up me and try it because we want to do it with you and talk to you about it and see how it works and compare our stories. Go to curefoodcravings.com to learn more and enter the code bad examples to get think and thin tapping system for a huge discount. 70% off. Thanksgiving turkey shit. What are you thankful for, Trey? I'm thankful for wine. Wow. And yes, you are here. I mean, bedtime. I'll give you a little more sip. And you deserve it. You've been so The well challenge. Behaved. Pour real fast. Go, go. Oh, my God. That was so risky. This Perfect is. for. You're so welcome. risky. Um, I'm also thankful for all oh, my three beautiful, healthy children mm-hmm. and this beautiful home that we live in. Oh, my. Can I tell you about my home? Yes. I know. This is like your least thankful thing right now. But how is home hunting going? It's the worst. Yeah, I remember. It's the worst. Disappointment after disappointment. It's a mixture of not being able to find. I don't. 
I want to know, is it true that when you walk into your dream, quote unquote, dream home, is is there really a feeling? This is what I'm confused about. So I'm house hunting. I haven't hunting. been there yet. I'm house hunting to buy our first home. And there's been a million different disasters along the way, which makes this impossible. But my big thing is I've seen, a, I mean, a million houses at this point. And I haven't walked into many and because felt that. Because you're a functioning adult who shops within their means I go and look at houses that I cannot afford and I'm like oh my god this is my dream house you can find your dream house it's just when you shop within your means it's harder to accept you know what I mean I don't know I I go into these homes and it's just hard to close your eyes and picture yourself somewhere it's so much pressure I mean no because I walked into this house and I was like this is the one and like I didn't I didn't like you know I walked in I saw like five or six houses but here's the difference when you're renting I don't have to buy it that's my case it's like I loved it but like what I have no because I wasn't I wasn't forever house hunting that's my thing is that I'm like what happens at this point this is is this our forever home does it have to be our forever home what do I want to make it your forever home when when you decorate it when you bring your stuff in that makes it think about this stuff so like in sea caucus every night at eight o'clock you know yeah this fucking bell goes off like the town alarm oh my god it's like where are your children it's eight o'clock this is the shit I think about I'm like imagine just buying a house in a new neighborhood and you're never there at 8 p.m you haven't you haven't lived there yet the first night you're in your new house that you just spent half a million dollars on and what happens the alarm goes off the and you're like you gotta be on. fucking kidding me this is for forever i just closed on or this home i or what about church bells what if you live close to a church and you didn't realize it and every morning at 7 a.m the church bells go off or what if you have a fucking shitty neighbor i don't know these are oh just- the neighbors are the worst when i lo- when i go house hunting and i'm looking around the first thing i do is i'm like oh sorry i'm just lost can i look um do you know where this street is and i try to talk to the neighbors and see if they're fucking assholes or not genius Genius. Just lie and tell them, oh, I'm just looking for my cousin. They live around I here. Mean, and they're like, oh, you sure, move no into problem. a house with three children. Your neighbor hates kids. Uh-uh. Like, it's- no, it's terrifying. It's an awful experience. But like, when you find that house, you're going to be like, wow, like this is our friend. This is where we're going to raise our kids. Like, so we've found few houses and I love all those ones you picked they're really nice we found a few houses that we really liked and we put offers in on and we couldn't get we didn't even come close to getting we've lost houses for fucking all different reasons one house we put in the highest offer we were about thirty thousand dollars more than the offer they accepted and they accepted the other offer because it was a cash offer oh yeah oh that trumps cash trumps everything who the fuck has cash for a house people that are rich that's insane not people who have podcasts that's insane yeah they're not podcasting no they're not podcasting (laughs) they are living their best life and handing thirty thousand dollars over budget of cash to these people crazy i'm like okay we lost the house that way then we lost the fucking house. Now, the other thing that's been very frustrating is my husband has a very demanding job. He's uh-huh. not fucking around. So, And it's in a specific area. So I go see houses without him a lot of times. And if I like them, I bring him back. Mm-hmm. Like, if I think he's going to like it too, we go back. But now, because the market is so aggressive and so demanding, time. we're losing homes because he's not seeing them quick enough. And the last house we lost, we saw two days after I saw it, literally two days, and they had already accepted an offer. We were only the second offer on the home. We bid more money. And they go, oh, the owner's a real old guy. He wants to keep his word to the first people. And I go, what happened to the cash is king theory? Yeah, I don't we know. We had the more money. We we had our offer was more. And it happened to be a fucking old guy? 
Listen, I've had people, I've had people be like, like owners who are like, um, what do you know? What do you plan to do with the house? And people are like, oh, I'm gonna paint and I'm gonna do this, and they offer them more, and they don't want them to take it because they're like, I don't want you to change how my whole house was. Mm. But like, bro, it's not even yours anymore. You're trying to sell it. Like, what the fuck do you care if I paint your whole house gray instead of brown? Like, why do you care? You're talking about when you rent. No, no. Like when you buy, like at one point we were looking to buy and the guy was like, oh, you know, what do you plan on doing with the house? Wait, what? Yeah. We were looking around and we were like, what do you plan on doing with the house? And we were like, you know, like uh, he was like, my wife's style is like very like cold and like whites, grays, blacks, whatever. And he goes, oh, he's like, we just painted the whole house. Why wouldn't you keep it? And I was like, because it's just not my style. Whatever. It's not a big deal. The house is beautiful. He goes, oh, okay. Instantly was like turned off by us. And you could tell how cold he got when I told him I was going to, because basically he was like oh you don't like my style then i don't want you in my house so yes you have those owners who are very like, they're attached possessive. to their homes, mm-hmm. and they want and that's where this we thought would help us is we wrote an offer letter and i've known uh, you've, uh-huh. you've seen yours which is incredible i sent her my letter so we send when we do an offer we put in an offer we send in an offer letter and we use everything you know um we're trying to start our family we have a, a puppy my hu- husband is a cop yes, service a poli- to the town i literally wrote my husband is a police officer and he needs a place to come home that's safe to at night beautiful words it was never truer beautiful words of bullshit have been spoken it was unbelievable like the letter made me fucking cry yeah. and people still are just like nah it's crazy fucking assholes let me tell so, you so in tracy's letter <laughs> she used the deaf card <laughs> did i said <laughs> This is awful. I literally wrote to a person that I wanted the house. I said, I felt when walking into the neighborhood such safe and community that I wanted my son to grow up on a street where he felt safe off of the main road because he is deaf and we have to make sure that he's in a safe place. And instantly we got the house. And I was like, I hate to use that card, but at the same time, like, I want the cul-de-sac. You hate to use the card? Can I borrow the no, card? Can I, I want, borrow no, I wanted the cul-de-sac. I'm adding it and to I my wanted letter. it because I was like, I want the end of the street where I know passing traffic isn't going to run and just recklessly hit my child because he doesn't hear it coming. Like, I, mean, I had to use it. Concern. Right. I had to use it. And listen, we got it. So I'm just saying, if I add it to my letter, you don't need to give me Julian for every house, but like just, just for one like or two the closing, maybe yeah. we could, sh- you know, listen. he could show up. I don't know. Wink. <laughs> play his little flirt game that <laughs> yeah. he has. Wink at the lady. Show, yeah. Like, you know, like do a little shake with the ears. Yeah. Like, make it do real a little cute, sign. A little yeah. Thing. I mean, I don't know what else to do. Like the fact the what I wrote in these letters were so like. Heartfelt. I sent her mine and she goes, wow, okay, I'm going to change a few things. Went back and like <laughs> yeah. added more sympathy. I'm like, what else am I going to add to this? Like, I, I, it's, it's crazy. And people still have house hunting is, I'm no not thankful for house over. hunting. No, I'm not thankful for house hunting, but I'm thankful for what I put in the house, <sighs> the stuff that I have, the family that I have, the cookies that are made, the food that is cooked. This is the other thing that my real estate agent told me. And I've heard this from multiple people who own homes. They go, Oh, don't get attached. Like when you put an offer in, like mm-hmm. don't get too attached. Yeah. And I go. So you're telling me to find my dream home and then not love it and then not get attached. Yeah. Not fucking. And that's not how I am. I'm a passionate person. I'm gonna fucking fall in love. Like both yeah. houses I've lost, I think about twice a day because I'm like, because you have to close your eyes and picture your family. Yeah. There. What would I put in this room? What would I put uh, in this room? You know and then Jenny all of a sudden, said? we saw this house with a huge backyard. Huge backyard. Way bigger than any house in my town. And 
he was like, oh, that's, this is the first house I've walked into that I could picture, like, our kids playing football in the backyard. Stop. That and must I'm have like, made you melt. And I'm like, oh, that's what I needed to hear. Because sometimes I'm unsure, too. And yeah. he's not very verbal. Yeah. You know, Denny? No, he's you not, both are very cold. He doesn't use his words. Yeah. So I was it's like, amazing you how you like make such house? a romantic relationship work with two people who are so, like, chill. <laughs> Don't communicate at mm-hmm. all. So that's what, like, I needed to hear from him. And it's heartbreaking to hear that and then not get the house. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but you know what? He's going to find so many more that he's like, I feel it. This is the one. And then you're going to make that offer and it's going to happen. But, like, I feel like your life has been lining up. Like, things yeah. have been happening and it's just all falling into place. And things are not happening because it wasn't the right time. Things are happening because it was the right time. It's all going to happen and line up. And all of a sudden, at the end of the year, you're going to be like, fuck, look at us. Like, we did it all. Would you – I love that. I hope that's true. Um, Would you – how much into your dream house like if everything was the way you wanted except for one thing would you let that stop like sometimes I don't even look at houses if I don't love the kitchen that's my deal breaker So sometimes I don't know if I'm being like I'm like wow you you scratched off nine out of ten things on your list Mm -hmm. here are you being like crazy do you know what I mean I don't I never know I'm like because this is again how I am I'm a perfectionist everything I know they were the same I know I walk into a house like I want a center colonial. That's like all I want. And I'm Ugh. only looking at houses that are center colonials. I won't look at a split level. I won't look at a ranch. I won't yeah. look at anything. And it's because I have a vision. For six fucking months, you start looking at fucking shit you would never think because you're so fucking desperate. No, I know. It's just like I'm not at that a point ranch. yet. A ranch? I never would look at a ranch in my whole entire life. All of a sudden, I'm fucking looking at ranches. And I'm, no, I'm I know. And there's nothing against them. them. There's nothing. I just, in my head, since I was a little girl, I've said this wanted. is what I want. And I just really don't settle for um anything less than my mind has already convinced i would love to get a different house than i thought because you could do so much more with it so how i just long can't break do you look that for that center i don't know because i'm not searching yet i'm not searching you want do you know i don't what I know mean? i mean it's it's literally what the the punchline behind it is like do you have to be in because you're having a baby do you have to mm. be in it because you have to be out of your old house like what's your time frame that you're giving that's how long it takes until you decide like when you um let your like you know main yeah. things go and start settling even, for what you can do we had a heart set on a certain town and we've left that town and expanded our search just because the it market's so competitive yeah. and there's not that many houses and now we're getting into winter which means less houses so it's been um yeah it's been crazy and i've actually uh like a ranch was never on my thing and we actually put an offer on a ranch because i, I actually love this one house and i was like never in my wildest dreams. my uncle has a ranch and i fucking love it it's great like, such a great house are not for me I won't my mom i grew up my mom's house is a split level so is mine however i just and they're beautiful i just i want what i want mm-hmm. and i'm being a fucking a spoiled brat we saw a house that was a split level that had two fucking what do you call those columns things? columns I had no business being in this fucking house. <laughs> and, like, nobody could understand. Like, Denny's parents are like, you don't like this house? I'm like, well, it's a split level. Well, it has everything on your list and more and probably yeah. for a better price than you yeah. would have gotten it for. And I was like, but it's a split level. I know. Like, I couldn't a, pull the trigger. You get something in your head and, like, you can't let it go. It's very weird. Like, but I just – I. You know why? Because I'm a planner. This is my problem. When I'm looking for a house, this is why I don't want to start house hunting. Because when it's I look horrible. for a house – I instantly think, is this where my kids are going to take prom pictures? Mm-hmm. Those are the type of psychopathic mm-hmm. things I think when I'm like, 
um, are we able to put a pool in when they're in high school? Like, yeah. is there room for that? Like, those are the things that normal people would not be thinking of. But me, I'm a psychopath who plans your whole entire life out. And I'm like, I need to know if there's room in the garage when well, three of my kids have cars. And I need to know if we all, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Like, is there street fucking parking when, like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, when they have their friends over, like, like, I'm the psychopath who can't let go of those images. And, like, I'm like, I want the prompt to be at my house. So I need that staircase Mm -hmm. from a split level, uh, from a center colonial, Mm -hmm. like, so I could decorate it with flowers. And, like, that's my fucking psychopathic mind and way of thinking. So, my big thing is, and I think this is why I don't like split level, is I want, all of the bedrooms on the second floor. Right. I want the bedrooms out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have that now is like you don't you could be in my house all night and never see either that's bedroom. my house. And I like that because mm-hmm. the bedroom is where I'm allowed to get messy. Well, that's or, where people come and they're like, can I see your house? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I never show them my upstairs, bedroom. Right. I show them the kids rooms, whatever. But I never show them my bedroom. And they're like, oh, can we see yours? I'm like, no, because I don't even let my kids sleep in my bed. Yeah. Like, you guys don't need to see. That's like my room is my like dildo my, next to my Yeah, like bed. in my top drawer. Like, you don't need to see my collection of Doc Johnson's. Like, All the, there's so yeah, much I Doc just, Johnson's there's just shit. so. And they're not in drawers. They're just laying no, on my bed. Yeah, they're like, next to your lamp. I'm next like, to you where you read it. I don't need you looking in my room and like even like when my sister-in-law she sleeps over and like she's like oh the baby's up and I run up and I'll go take care of it because he was in my bed now that he's in his bed I'm like oh go ahead you could check on him but like in my bed I'm like it's kind of like my room like whatever I say goes in there so whatever but like like my clothes could be thrown all over in my room but in the kids rooms they're perfect like you right. know what I mean no, like I'm I know. just like I don't That's ever show people my I room I like being able to have that option to close the I door agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but again I'm like I'm turning down really beautiful because you want them all because it's not that like dream situation I, I imagined and it is getting frustrating and this has been going on all summer and we haven't really talked about it just because I didn't think it was going to take this long I thought it'd be like more announcing about my house not like the search continues. Yeah. Um, and now that, you know, Christmas and the holidays, like there's just not a lot of houses on the market. It's yeah. just not a big time. So it's a seller's market, not a buyer's market oh right now. It's been for two years. So. Dude, I don't even. It's rough. It's rough. It's fucking rough out this there. This is why we ended up renting when we moved because we had a quick move. We had 30 days to move. And we were like, we're not going to fucking go make. You can't even close a house in 30 days. So it's like, let's just go rent something for now. And then I fell in love with this. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to leave you it because I love ever. it. And now. I'm like, how am I ever going to find a house that I could afford that's, like, big enough like this? It's amazing. Like, It's amazing. I would never I leave here either. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I don't want to leave where I live either. I know. I love your house. Whenever I go there, I'm like, it's so cozy. Shout out to Nina for getting engaged and taking where I live. <laughs> I love you. I love you, but I want to stay where that I am. That was such a passive-aggressive <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Poor Nina. Oh she's, God. like, writing you with a sorry note Nina's, as we speak. Um, my landlord's daughter, and she's also my birthday twin. Is and, she really? Yeah, isn't that weird? She's 11 11? Yeah. Wow. And she's awesome, but you know, she's there, she's going to take the apartment back. And Me. it's really weird because it's just weird. Like, we've lived there for like six seven years that was me at my old house yeah yeah it's and you know what's weird if you ask my kids now and you're like um do do you do you miss do you miss your old house do you miss like your old bedroom where you first came home from the hospital and you know what they say i don't miss the old houses we had a lot of boxes only thing they remember is when we were moving holy shit they don't remember anything about the old house and it's devastating because i brought all three kids home in that house and that's really yeah, upsetting it is i was there for seven years wow. and it was just like really sad and the quickness that we moved in was way too fast mm-hmm. and 
See, I think about, I know this sounds insane. Mm. Everyone's going to say this is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. But I think about Beetlejuice because he's a dog and he's used to like, uh, they're creatures of habit, right? Yeah, and your house is huge for him to run around. He's been there for so, like he knows nothing else. Like when we go see my parents or Mm -hmm. we take him to friends' houses, he comes back home and he sees the house and he's he's happy to be home. I'm like, is he going to fucking miss that? Like Mm -hmm. is he going to be like, what happened? Like dogs get like bummed you know what i mean so but you know what mia we moved into this house and she we let geo passed away in my old house and we thought she'd have a really hard time moving because like that's where geo's like spirit almost was so i was like really sad for her but she loves this house she can in the old house it was wood stairs and she was always scared to come down and geo fell down the stairs one time because they were he he just had the shortest little arms and like (laughs) and he couldn't go down the thick stairs so like now she goes up and down these stairs like it's fucking nothing and she must love the freedom of this house and she could see out the front window like when we leave I leave a little crack of the window open so she could pop her head out and like look around and whatever in the old house there was like this whole staircase to walk down she never went she never saw outside when we were gone it's funny you say this because you know we're we're house hunting and we see a house that everything's perfect but it doesn't have this big yard I'm like no you don't understand I need a yard for the dog and and they're like that is the most millennial fucking thing of all time you need a yard for the dog like that's really gonna no because you're thinking there's people who put lit make their dogs live in cages you're thinking like a like a human yeah he's gonna person who has feelings not like these people who have dogs and then throw them in cages all day in the garage like you oh. want your dog to love life and experience life and have fun and that's amazing that you think like that because there's people who have dogs just to put them in cages no I want him to like sit in the sun like he loves being outside but now we have to sit outside he's on a leash and I know, I know he wants yeah. to like roam and run and I'm I am looking forward to those things and when when we close on a house it'll be totally different but I just that it can't come fucking soon enough house hunting is yeah it went from like being fun you know like exciting yeah no it turns instantly instantly horrible it's like decorating your house you're like oh my god how fun I get to decorate everything and then you're like fuck why is everything so fucking expensive nothing is working I can't find the thing I want you know at first we were like oh we're gonna look for our starter home starter home and Denny literally was like recently we're never moving no this is done so pick a house you fucking love because we're done (laughs) (laughs) we're not doing this process again I can picture him being like yo I'm done like I don't care what house we end up in as long as we have a house because it's like the only time he has off we're going fucking house hunting I know it's not fun it's It's not not fun fun. but especially now that you're um like you are forced to kind of leave with her like moving in you have mm-hmm. so much more pressure of like yes i have to find it. it's not like a voluntary thing anymore that's it's more why like, we've expanded our search but even if i didn't have that pressure on me i think i'd like how long is it supposed to take i don't know these are unanswered questions oh my god the eighth I... wonder of the world well i'm thankful for you know have being able to even put a roof over our head which is yeah thank god not a lot of people can i'm thankful for a lot of that yeah another thing i'm thankful for is the baddies mm. is the show so thankful for them they they're give amazing us, yeah they're so interactive this whole year with them has been unbelievable unbelievable it's really there are no words you know we um have a group on Facebook called Club Baddie and getting to know so many it's of you guys. It's one of my favorite places on earth, Club Baddie. It, it just makes you guys if you, it's the only place on the planet it's literally drama free. Judgment free zone, mm-hmm. drama free. People are not only not fighting in the group, they're becoming best friends. Yes, like they fucking have a group chat. They they're have a fucking secret, secret Santa. Santa amongst them. Like I fucking can't even understand that concept. It's amazing. It's it's a feel good group. And this year we've made so many new friends with all the baddies. Yeah. And, you know, they've come to our events, our parties. 
And it's just been awesome. And then I have to be thankful for stories like these just to see your face. My face? As I read it. You have a story? Yeah. This is from one of our baddies. Are you ready? Uh, You're making it to be very, uh, making me nervous. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So a friend of mine went on a date with this guy that she had met on a dating app. Okay. Sounds legit so far. Seems legit. This was their fourth date and they met up for a dinner. After they sat down to order the food, she left the table to go to the bathroom. When she comes back, they eat, have good conversation, and they get the bill to close out. All of a sudden, her stomach starts turning, that diarrhea feeling, and she's like, oh my god, I am so sorry, I have to go to the bathroom. She doesn't make it in time, and she shits on herself. Embarrassed, she tells her date, I'm so sorry, I have to go home, I'm mortified, and he's like, don't worry, you can shower and change at my place. What the fuck? Now, this is their fourth That's date. That's serial killer things. <laughs> what? Okay. This is their fourth date. Okay. I wouldn't feel comfortable going to someone's place after the fourth date. Obviously not. But, so they go to his place. He takes her to the bathroom. She strips. She gets in the shower. And he says behind the door that, you know, he'll get her some clean clothes and a bag to put her dirty ones in. She says, I thank I you. I can't imagine where this is going. She proceeds to shower. When she's done... She gets out, sees the clothes clean on the bed. She puts her dirty clothes in the bag and realizes that her underwear is missing. She opens the door and sees him on the bed eating her shit. She screams. She calls the police from the bathroom and the police come. The guy had already left his house, but the police told her that it was the third call they'd gotten about this guy. Basically, when she went to the bathroom at the restaurant the first time. Remember when she went to the bathroom? Yeah. He put a laxative in her water. Yeah, I knew that was coming, but I just thought it was like a way for him to get out of the date so he didn't have to proceed. And that was like his, oh, if you don't feel good, we could do this another night and never call her again. His fetish is eating poop. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I don't know how to respond to this story. I'm still I'm taking it in because I really thought this was going in a way different direction. I knew he gave her the laxative because I saw that coming. However, I thought it was because he was over her and wanted to get out of the date. How did you see that coming? Because why would she shit herself when she got up from the table, came back? It's such a fucking cliche move. (laughs) But I thought it was because he was like not feeling her anymore and wanted the date to be over. So he could fucking eat shit out of her fucking panties. So you thought his secret move was to drop laxative and grow Yeah, so that he was like, I'm done. Like, if you have to go, I totally understand. Like, like when they have their friends call, I physically don't know how to respond to this because I'm sitting here like dumbfounded. Yeah. She she, found him eating her shit. She came out of the shower and he's sitting on the bed eating her shit in her underwear. Her underwear was missing. Um, what patty is this? (laughs) I don't even know. It's I don't even have her. It's a friend. It's a friend. I experience. don't even have the questions that I should have because I'm so You're fucking speechless. Yeah, uh, and like you know, what the worst part to me is not the guy eating the shit; is shitting on a date. Like I just can't even imagine. I mean, in a you've restaurant. been married and you're with Denny how long, and you don't even talk. He about... doesn't think I poop. No, <laughs> so classic. Like I, okay. to me, I rather someone eat shit than like. See me shit myself. You would rather the guy you were about to fuck eat shit out of your underwear. <laughs> I just want to hear this correctly. That's what you're saying to me. To me, her shooting herself at the restaurant makes me want to die. <laughs> die. At her fucking right. What are you, child? 
You need to go into the fucking restroom and get changed, a diaper change. Like, that's fucking crazy. I'm. I don't even understand people who poop. There should be no toilets for pooping. I'm done. There should be no toilets for pooping at a restaurant. I'm done. You shouldn't be able to poop at a restaurant. This is fucking disgusting. You're there to eat, not to shit. What is wrong with you? Oh my god. And people that fucking shit immediately after they eat should just be contained to their home. (laughs) I am fucking legitimately flabbergasted by this story. I have not a fucking word of insight. I don't have anything. Yeah, it's fucked up. So people, visit, first of all, there is a there's a fucking disease called Coxsackie. It's called hand, foot, and mouth disease, and little kids get it because they go to the bathroom, they don't wash their hands, and they touch a toy, then a little kid yeah, touches the toy. Okay, but that's like a fucking virus in your body, a bacteria. Like eating like a, shit. Can yeah, how does good eating shit? How do you survive that? <laughs> I don't even understand the concept. How do you how do you survive that? Also. Have you ever fucking been in a bathroom after someone's gone to the bathroom? It's fucking gag worthy. Oh, I can't. I can't. These people visit. How did their mouth? How do they? How did she make out with him these past three dates and not be like, "Why does your breath smell, smell like, like you've been eating shit all day?" <laughs> these are the questions. These are the questions that I need to know. I need to know why she has been on three dates with this man, made out with him. I'm sure a few times, if not once, and never stopped to think. This man's breath smells like he's been fucking eating shit. And she didn't like red flags. No, this is non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Men who eat shit literally like non-negotiable. The fact that the police are involved is not a first offense is offensive to me. If you go on a date and you shit yourself and the guy says, don't worry Don't worry. Fucking flag. Non-negotiable. flag. He wants to eat your shit. That's what's going on here. Okay, he's not a nice guy or understanding. No guys are nice or understanding. No, he wants to eat your shit. If a guy's understanding about you pooping your pants, he ain't the he's one. He's not the one. He ain't the one, sis. No, non-negotiable. Oh, You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Can you believe that? No, I wish that I would. There are things in my life that I could have gone without knowing. Like, this was one of my major <laughs> top three. I wish I literally could go my whole life without have knowing this fun fact. How many single baddies are going to listen to this and just be scarred on their next date? I, I can't even imagine. Like, take your fucking drinks with you on your dates. Go to the bathroom with your drink. She's not being roofied. She's not being roofied. She's being lax. She's being poopied. She's being poopied. You're not being roofied. You're being Being poopied. (laughs) Oh, man. I wish I lived in any other world. I fucking can't. In any other world. That's the thing, like... You Why is that normal here? Into this, into this world, like people are. Eating I have shit. to worry about my daughter's going on a date with some guy who's gonna lax her for poop. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm fucking sitting here like can't even comprehend what we just were told. I, if it wasn't for you baddies, we would not have. I can't even talk. I hate talking about poop. Anyway, I can't. I visualize the whole anyway, thing like a scene, like a Disney short. I'm starting to like, like nervous scratch. Like <laughs> you're breaking like, down um, hives, bro. like hives are like withdrawing from heroin type. Like fucking with like I can't even exist right now. Just end it. Just please end the video because I'm gonna fucking throw up. I'm just sitting him, picturing him sitting on the bed eating fucking shit. Yeah. So you know, I I we appreciate those stories. Maybe not this one in particularly, but. 
Um, you guys are fucking awesome. And this year has been like looking back on it, reflecting on it, really challenging. And I think the podcast has helped Tracy and I both. Mm, this has been my hardest year of life. Yeah. Yes. And I think this is our outlet to have fun, relax. It kind of forces us. Like I see Tracy more than any other friends I yeah. have. It's my one hour to like yes. bullshit with Jessica yes. and all of you guys like, and I like look escape to it from week. my life. Yeah. So like I don't I just I know this has not been our remember in 2018 we said 2019 was going to be our year. Yeah, I remember that. We literally I, said that. It's OK. I remember we were like 2019 is going to be yeah. our year. Nah, no, it wasn't. But 2020, I, I firmly believe oh, is going to be do? a shift in the wind. Oh, yes. OK. And, you know. I, we do want to thank you guys for listening, for sharing the show. Um, if you didn't do that, if you didn't play it at the office with all your coworkers, uh, it wouldn't be possible to do. We can't do this without listeners. I just got a voicemail. Who's it from? Alan. Should I play it? Yeah. Hey, I've got uh, some news for you. I'm, I'm sure you're probably recording right now, so no worries on not picking up. Usually the other way around. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So I got some us. good news. Oh. Um, we are going ahead with season three. <gasps> uh, wow, we got picked uh, up. Probably starting like mid-January or something like that. Wow. Uh, depending if we can get enough shares and stuff. Maybe we can even do another live stream episode. Uh, just let me know what you think. And whenever you're done recording, just send it to me and I will edit it up. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Wow. wow, baddie daddy we for the win. Yes, daddy. I was kind of worried he was going to say something inappropriate. I thought we were going to get now. like reamed out just now, <laughs> honestly. You're probably I'm... recording and you've probably fucked something up. And but I'm I just here you. to tell you. Wow, season three. <laughs> oh, he said if we get enough shares, which means everyone needs to subscribe and share with friends Dude, because that's important. Never in a million years when we first started this did I think that i remember when just said you want to have a podcast i was like what the fuck is a podcast <laughs> not kidding i know and i'll never forget too that when we, we had a call with dimly wit and the first person i talked to was like you know because i was like this is my pitch this is my idea this is who we are mm-hmm. and he was like have you ever listened to a podcast and i was like yeah i had sure. no idea he goes it's like radio he goes who do you listen to and i was mm. like Oh, you know, some murder mysteries. Good, good <laughs> right? comeback. Yeah, I know with they're the murder popular mysteries. Ones. Yes. I was like, yeah, I've listened to some murder mysteries. Like, I'm like, oh, God, I'm getting so fucked in this lie right now. Yeah. But I had no idea. And a lot of our listeners are fucking new to the podcast yeah. world. They're just fans of Jersey Licious and they just came over here for for you really and it's been awesome because i think listening to the show is very relaxing it's a nice yeah. pastime i always enjoy even listening back like i know i like laugh and i'm like i don't even remember saying that i'm like we're fucking dumb we're, first of all I, I think who the fuck listens to this? this is what i think of every time so we're gonna post on instagram because i want to know what you guys want from season three I want to hear what you guys want to hear. What what haven't we talked about that you want to hear from us? What what conversations are you interested in listening in on? Because literally that's what this is. We're just doing what we do on tape. We don't know what we're doing is no. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping that you guys like ride with us because we're learning along the way. We're learning from you. We're learning from ourselves. We're learning a lot about ourselves. So what did we learn today, Trey? Um, we're thankful for things that are weird, like corned beef and uh, wine and mm-hmm. not house hunting. We learn to take your drink with you when you go to the bathroom on a date. 
we learned um we're getting a season three we're getting a season three and we're learning all of our baddest level baddies and who they are and guys we're fucking idiots we just like forget that we're on youtube but there's amazing videos oh my on god there. there's the one of the funniest videos <laughs> Like talk about some pop culture stuff mm -hmm. and behind the scenes and us, Jessica, trying to attempt to cook Cinnabons, that type of thing. So we have a lot of content on YouTube. Yeah, it's we really are trying to give you content for as much as the during the week as possible. So thank you guys for an awesome year. Thanks for supporting our show. Um, season three and we will see you next Tuesday. Don't forget, guys, new episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. Even though we are not your best examples, uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Hosted on dimlywit.com.